welcome back to Girl Under You, the show that just went on a three-month hiatus unannounced. Sorry, I don't have an excuse for that, but I'm back now, and that's all that matters. So let's not even talk about the negatives, okay? But um, in all honesty, a life got fucking crazy. <laughs> I started a new full-time job. Um, I started getting back into posting regular YouTube content, which is fantastic. And I'm sure most of you, if not all of you came from my YouTube channel. So, but, um, yeah, it was really ambitious for me to try to start a podcast in the middle of all that happening, but we're back now. We're here. We're living, we're loving. Um, and whatever else Ariana Grande said in that song, (laughs) living it up, loving it up, loving and living and fucking whatever. Anyways, um, if you've read the title, this week's episode is about being the other woman, um, just one of the worst situations to be in fucking ever. I've been the other woman unknowingly a few times now, a keyword unknowingly. And it is truly, I believe, one of the most painful and disrespectful things that you can do to a person. And I really emphasize unknowingly as the keyword here because I would literally never in my life hook up with someone's, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, knowingly. I would never do that. I would never involve myself in somebody else's relationship. I would never, because I, as a person, I can't hurt people like that. I can't fuck up someone's day like that. I will ruin my own day knowing that I fucked, you know, somebody's day up like that, learning that their significant other is just cheating on them. Absolutely not. I want no part in that from now until forever. That is not my heart. That is not the type of person I am. That being said, I have been the other woman a couple times because some people are just pieces of fucking shit, okay? (laughs) And then as the other woman, you sort of get conned into being a piece of shit because here you are thinking that you're really getting someone's undivided attention and they've got a whole ass fucking wife. They've got a whole ass wife. Can you imagine? (laughs) Anyways. Okay. So I've got a couple stories that I wanted to share with you guys of a couple different times that I have been the other woman and sort of what I've learned from all of this, how it impacted me, how I reacted. So this is like the first guy that I ever dated in New York. And I get, whenever I say the word dated, I hope you guys know that I always mean loosely because I've never had a serious boyfriend. So when I say dated, I meant like we went on dates and hooked up for like nine months. (laughs) So, um, that was the case. And I'm not going to get into the whole story of him because he was like, he did so many shady things to me and like really was just like a piece of shit throughout the entire time that I knew him. But I'm going to focus on the other woman part, but I'm sure I'll get into all of my Matt stories later on. If you've watched my YouTube channel, I'm sure you remember some of them anyways, back from when they were happening my freshman year of college. So anyways, Matt and I spent a bunch of months, you know, hooking up, going on dates. I thought that I was fucking in love with this kid at the time. I, I mean, it was like my first, it was really the first guy that had ever taken me on like a real date. He was the guy I lost my virginity to. He was like a lot of my firsts in life. And again, he had like this whole like deep indie writer, musician, boy persona that I totally fucking fell for. And it was just like a perfect disease 
at that point in time, he sucked me right in. And I spent several months of my life just absolutely fucking fawning over him. And the entire time he really couldn't have given a single shit about me, but I was so blind to that at the time because I was just like enamored with him, wanted to spend all of my life with him. So if he ignored me for three days and then texted me at 11 PM, like, Oh, what's up, baby girl? I would be like, I'm on my way. I'm literally getting on the six train to go on a fucking Astor place right now. Like I'm there. I'm, I'm actually in your neighborhood. I'm basically, I was like going to drink at a bar and you're a bar. Like I'm, I was that bitch. Okay. After that whole freshman year of hooking up with him, a bunch of other fucking drama happened, blah, 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 whatever. He ended up moving to Prague to go teach English to adults in Prague. And I didn't speak to him after that. Six months passed. We get to New Year's Eve. And I'm in New York for that New Year's. To this day, it is the only New Year's that I've ever spent in New York. So he really got lucky because he managed to also be in New York for that New Year's. And he hit me up and was like, hey, I'm in New York. Would love to see you. Are you here? And for once in my life, I was. And I said yes. And he ended up coming over after the New Year's plans, literally rung in the new year. Um, And we had sex, he slept over, and he left pretty early the next morning. And that was that, right? Um, He was very passionate and kept, like, really emphasizing how much he missed me and, like, loved me while we're hooking up. And I was laying there the whole time. Like, at that point, totally out of the spell because it had been, like, a huge wake-up call to me the way he treated me throughout the whole thing and having that span of time away from him, not speaking to him at all. So at that point, he really was just dick to me. Um, sort of. And, um, so that was that. He left. And three months later, I was thinking about him. And decided to look him up on the only social media that he had, which was Facebook. And he wasn't even under his, like, actual name on Facebook. But I knew what it was. Because I... Listen, it's not surprising. Yeah, I figured out what his fucking name on Facebook was, even though it wasn't his actual name. You can't hide anything from me. I, I know everything, baby. So I go to his Facebook page, like, three months later, just because I'm bored and I'm thinking about him. Tell me why I saw that he had a whole ass fucking fiance since November of that year. And obviously we hooked up on January fucking one and he's saying all this. Sh- oh my God, I love you. I miss you so much. I fucking can't. To then go onto his Facebook and see that he has literally been engaged since November to this woman in Prague. I... It felt like such a slap in the face because, I mean, like I said, our entire relationship, whatever the fuck it was, was so rocky and he did so many horrible things to me that you'd think that at some point he has to be, like, self-reflective and, like, lay down at night and be like, God, what am I doing to this girl who's, like, so fucking in love with me? Like, what am I doing to her? Why am I doing this? I'm better than this. But apparently he never did that. Apparently he never laid down at night and like reflected on his own decisions. And I was the other woman unknowingly in that situation. And I, when I figured out he had a fiance, I was fucking mortified. Like five months later, he got married. So he has a fucking wife now. And I never hit her up to tell her, which I sort of regret to this day. Um, Cause I would absolutely do it now. And I have done it now. So which you'll hear in my other stories. 
but I think at the time I was like kind of scared of him and I, I felt kind of like intimidated of a person that would do something like that. Like I had never been in that position before. I was just such a different person back then, really. Like I, I, I mean, I had no experience with dating. He was like the one and only person that I had gone out with. So that fucked me up a little bit and I was angry for a really long time. And I still get angry when I think about it, honestly. Not necessarily because, like, I care about him in any way, but because I'm so mad for my past self. This poor little fucking... Here I was, all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, thinking this was what love was. How fucked up is that? My first experience with, like, dating and love was with someone so fucking horrible. And the worst part, the actual fucking worst part six months ago, he added me on Snapchat and I saw his name pop up and it's been like, what, three years at this point? I saw his name pop up and my stomach dropped. And I, in that moment, was like, you cannot, under any circumstances, add him back or ever respond to another message he sends you, any attempt to interact with you. I literally need to be barred from interacting with this man because I don't know that my brain could say no to him. Like, to this day, I'm like, if he showed up at my door right now and was like, hey, man, what's up? Like, I actually might fuck him. (laughs) Like, he just, I don't know. He, like, did something to my brain. He Frankensteined my ass. Like, he, he got in there somehow. So that was fucked up, okay? That was my first experience with being the other woman. Second experience, being the other woman. Um, this guy's name was, let's call him Rob. This happened... Uh, shortly after the first guy, this was actually the second guy that I went out with after this guy. So that's fucking fantastic for me. Um, his name was Rob and he was an aspiring rapper. He was a SoundCloud rapper. Now I've gone out with a few SoundCloud rappers and my consensus there is don't, you don't have to do that. Um, you can actually do anything besides that. So, (laughs) He and I were hooking up, is what it was. I was trying to get over the first guy. I was trying to get over Matt. We were hooking up. But he was very involved with me for a hookup. And of course, I didn't really know this at the time because I hadn't really done the hookup thing before. I wasn't used to hookup culture, wasn't sure what the relationships were typically like. Um, So now I can look back and be like, oh, he was fucking involved. Like, we were hooking up and, like, that was really it. But he wanted to, like, call me on the phone every day to like talk and see how I was and like I went home to visit my family and he's like FaceTiming me and leaving me voicemails like very like sweet things like he was definitely a sweet talker the kid knew how to sort of woo someone who was super just like affectionate towards me in ways that he didn't have to be since we were really just hooking up there was nothing quite romantic about our connection to each other at all and um I was going through his Instagram one day, as one does, and I noticed that there was this girl who routinely commented on all of his photos. So I was like, oh, let me check out her page. I go check out her page, and I noticed that he comments on all of her photos. And he did not grow up in the States. He grew up in a different country. And I noticed that this girl was from that country. And so I'm in my head like, I mean, maybe it's a friend, but like friends don't really talk to each other like that. Like friends aren't like commenting like nasty shit in each other's Instagram 
so we were talking one night and I just asked him about it and I didn't care because I didn't have feelings for this guy and really we were just hooking up but he was so involved with me that I was like let me just ask and so I asked him and he got super defensive and was like, that's just one of my fans. And I was like, you're fans. You have fans. You're a you're, you. Okay. So let me get this straight. You are a random SoundCloud rapper based in Brooklyn, New York with like 45 followers. And you have fans back in your home country um, that are significantly younger than you and your fans comment crazy shit on your pages because they're like fangirls and like whatever but you comment it back <laughs> like even if we are going down the fan route like this is just like a girl who's totally obsessed with me thinks I'm the hottest thing to walk the earth like I am her Harry Styles which just was like such a massive leap <laughs> for him but he was trying to say that he was someone's Harry fucking Styles and that it all made sense. And I was like, okay, but does Harry Styles comment back on girls' pictures when they're like, fist my ass, Harry. Fucking make me come 45 times in one night. I'm going to ride that dick straight into the sunset. Does Harry Styles click on those pages and then comment back? Like, let me eat your pussy. No, no, he doesn't. Like, I don't, I don't know how you're swinging this one. And so he's trying to say that that was the case. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, um, whatever. So then I just dropped it and I wasn't really talking to him. And then like two days later, I went back to check on this girl's profile and guess what's in her bio? A heart emoji, a lock emoji, Rob, and a date that was like from fucking four months ago. I was like, okay. You bozo. You big bozo Bobo the fucking clown. I'm gonna give you a piece of my fucking mind. So I texted this guy this big paragraph. Like, you are such a fucking moron. First of all, that girl is, like, in high school. Like, this was, like, a high schooler. I think she was, like, 16, 17. And he was, like, fully 24, 25 at the time. I was 18, 19. And um, I was like, first of all, you're a fucking bozo. Because I'm not an idiot. And I know that that's clearly your girlfriend. And she's underage and you're a full-grown fucking man. Do not bother ever speaking to me ever again in your life. <laughs> like, dumb. Four brain cells. All fucking kung fu fighting around his head. Just bumbling idiot. So then, let's fast forward a couple years now. I went, I spent like two months, two months, two years of my life um, being peacefully undisturbed by men who want to cheat on their girlfriends. I was living my best life. I was having sex with guys who were good with the hookup thing. I was going on dates with guys that were interesting and cool, going to new restaurants, spending time with new people, just surveying the land, right? Seeing what New York has in store for me. Didn't hook up with anybody who had a secret girlfriend or a secret fucking wife, okay? I was in the clear. I was living a peaceful life. <sighs> and then last year, the glorious year of 2019, which will go down as one of my least favorite years in my life. Um, 2019 came along and I started talking to this guy on Hinge. Let's call him Jamie. And Jamie and I were talking for a couple days, switched it over to Instagram, we're texting, we're, you know, we're talking all the time. 
never met up yet, but we talk frequently. It's very flirty, very, like, clearly we're both very interested in each other and we're talking about meeting up to go on some sort of date at some point soon. Figured we were just gonna, you know, go to a wine bar, get a little charcuterie board, get a couple glasses of Chardonnay going. Probably fuck. I was down for it. <laughs> so, at the time, I had a Finsta, a fake Instagram, where, you know, people post random shit. I don't have a Finsta anymore because I realized after this experience that I didn't fucking need one. <laughs> and, um, but at the time, my Finsta was really used as a place for me to talk about my dating experiences. Whatever was happening in my dating life was really what was on my Finsta because it's interesting, it's funny. It was like a small group of close friends of mine that followed the account. So I post a screenshot of his profile on my Instagram stories on my Finsta. And I'm like, this guy is so fucking hot. Like, I think I'm going out with him in a couple days. And one of my friends from high school DMs me and is like, are you talking to this guy right now? Like right in this moment, you're talking to him. And I was like, yeah, we've been talking for like the last three weeks or so. She doesn't respond for a little bit and then eventually comes back to me and is like, I don't know how to tell you this, but this guy has been dating my roommate from college for like seven months. And I was like, huh, okay. Small ass fucking world <laughs> that somebody that I went to high school with's roommate from college in a different state, um, knows this guy from New York City who I'm supposed to go on a date with in a couple days and is like with him, like, like with him, with him. So I'm fucking mad at this point. I'm like, are you, what is wrong with people like this? Like, are you, here's the thing, right? Is it when this happened, I think that like the first couple times that I was the other woman, I was still wildly insecure in myself as a person and also as like, somebody in the dating game in New York City, but now, listen, I'm a full-grown fucking woman. I know what I'm worth, and I know this ain't it. So when I heard that this was happening, I was like, you really think that you can get away with treating a bad bitch like this? You've got another thing fucking coming. And so I tell my friend from high school, I'm like, holy fucking shit, this is horrifying. Um, I feel so devastated that I've been a part of this. I feel so sad for her because the last thing that I ever want to do is hurt another woman's feelings. A, a woman has never committed a crime. Uh, women have never done anything wrong. Like I, I love women. Okay. And I never in my life want to fucking hurt another woman. So I end up talking to this girl on Instagram and I'm apologizing to her and she's being like, thank you so much for being honest about it and for like letting me know he's a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. And I DM him like, I heard something about you. And he was like, oh yeah, what, it, what? Like trying to play stupid because I, I knew that at that point she had definitely messaged him about it. And I you know, called him out for everything. And this motherfucker, this dumb fucking idiot, this pea brain motherfucker 
DMs me back and is like, so why did you post me on your Finsta? Bro, shut up. You're a cheater. Like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck that you're bothered that I posted a screenshot of your profile to my Finsta. Literally, here I was thinking where we're gonna go on a nice fun date and I'm posting a fucking screenshot of your profile like, oh, he's so hot. I'm gonna fuck him in a couple days to my close-knit fucking group of friends. Fuck you. You are a cheater. I can post whatever the fuck I want on my Finsta page. So anyways, best part of this whole thing, right? He had been commenting on my Instagram pictures. Like anytime I would post, he would comment on it. Like we had like public interactions with each other and he would comment the same shit on my page that he was commenting on hers. So when she was going through my page, she's seeing his comments on my pictures and she's liking all of them. And I'm watching like, go off, go off queen, fucking drag his ass, what a loser. And um, yeah, really he looked like a fucking moron. And I think the, the worst part about this whole thing is that like, she's a bad bitch. Like she's beautiful, like, Fucking me and her, same caliber. Bad bitch levels on fucking a thousand. And this dude had the audacity to think that he was gonna fuck with not one bad bitch, but two and get away with it when he looks like fucking Bob the Builder. I can't, I really. So long story short, dodged a bullet. He's a piece of shit. Really glad that I never fucked him and that it never escalated beyond us just flirting with each other on Instagram, really. Thank God for that, right? That brings me to the reflections part of this whole thing. What did I learn from all this? How did I react to all of this? I guess like, how did, how did this change me moving forward? So I think obviously jokes aside, <laughs> this impacted my ability to trust on some level because even when you're engaging in casual relationships, the only way that those work is when you're both completely honest and transparent with one another. And like, you need to actually care for each other deeply for a casual relationship to work. You really cannot be a piece of shit if you want it to like work. I just felt like after this whole thing, I was like, well, what the fuck? How do I know when someone's being truthful with me now? Because the thing about all three of these guys is that they all were putting on some sort of show for me, acting like they were so into me, that, you know, they loved my body, they were so fucking wanted everything to do with me, leaving me voicemails, like, you know, whole nine yards, shit that they didn't have to do. And of course, on some level, it just impacted my ability to trust people because it felt like if three people, if three people could do this to me, could put me in this position, like, who's to say somebody else won't? Who's to say this is the last person that's gonna put me in this situation? Like, how do I protect myself from that? How do I go out with guys that like won't do that <laughs> and like won't cheat on their girlfriends? <laughs> um, you know, like basic things. I don't think that's a lot to ask from somebody. And I think the other thing is that it made me feel like I wasn't good enough on some level which is fucked. Um, and even in the moment, I knew that it was fucked because it's like, I wouldn't want them anyways. I don't want to go out with cheaters at all. I don't want to hook up with cheaters at all. Like once a cheater, always a cheater. 
I would never be like the other woman turned second girlfriend. I don't want you to break up with your girlfriend to see me because guess what happens? You're going to do the same thing to me to somebody else. I want nothing to fucking do with people who can in their hearts do that to another person because that's not the kind of heart that I have. So I'm not really interested in them. Of course, like better off without them dodged a bullet, but there's still something in my head that was like, well, why wasn't I the forever girl? Why wasn't I the one that they wanted to be with and to put a label on? Like, why was I just the side piece? Which is like fucked up, right? Because they don't deserve me in any capacity. And who, who cares, right? It's not like the forever girl wins because she gets cheated on. And she's hurt too. Her trust is shattered too. All of a sudden, we're both put in this situation where her trust is shattered. My trust is shattered. I feel like I'm not good enough. She feels like she's not good enough. Like, why did he need me? And I'm like, why did, why wasn't I good enough to be the main girl? It's just like so fucked up on so many levels. And um, yeah, that was a whole other mental fucking roller coaster of going through something like this because you don't want to think, why am I not good enough? But it's hard not to. And that sucks. Really, the part that hurt the worst out of all of that was that, like, not only was I completely disrespected alongside this woman, but I was forced to disrespect her unknowingly. And that is what makes me so mad. Like, literally, to me, like, dick is so fucking replaceable. Fuck you. I can find somebody else to hook up with, to go on dates with, to love me. Like, I don't... There's somebody else out there, and it's clearly not you, and that's fine. Like, I didn't ask to be put into a situation where I'm involved in breaking another woman's heart and making and fucking with her trust and making her feel betrayed and having her deal with shit for the next couple of years where she can't feel secure in herself because you forced me to be involved in this fucking bullshit. It literally, that's the part that hurt me the worst. I, it, like, hurt me to exist knowing that I hurt somebody else. It's just fucked up. And it's not the kind of girl I am. And it makes me just feel so low and used to know that I was just like a pawn in hurting another woman. If you've ever been the other woman unknowingly, if you're going through this right now, I just like want you to know that I, I feel for you truly. It is a painful fucking experience. And I think that so often the conversations of like being the other woman, you only hear people talking about when people are the other woman and they know about it and they're like, you know, okay with being the other woman. And if you are one of those people, sincerely from the bottom of my heart, fuck you. Um, you're better than that. Knock it off. Like I said, all dick is replaceable. Not even just dick, right? I mean, anybody can cheat. I'm just speaking from my own experiences here. But it, people like that are so fucking replaceable. You can have sex with literally anybody else. Leave the people that are in a relationship alone because if they're willing to hook up with you while they're in a relationship, they're a piece of shit, okay? You don't want them. They're going to do the same thing to you. You're not, like, better than the other person at all. <laughs> I think that's, that's the thing. It was, like, a lot of people, they're, like, they're okay with being the other woman because they think they're going to win this person over and get them out of the relationship because they think that they are better than this other person and that they're going to be immune to this kind of behavior. But, like, you're not. Because that's the thing. It's not about you. This person's just has a disregard for human emotion. So if you are the other woman knowingly, you know, sincerely fuck off, reflect, do better. If you are the other woman unknowingly, 
I'm so sorry that you were put through that and that somebody did that to you and forced you to be their sidekick in this. And like, this is their betrayal and not yours. And you couldn't stop what you didn't know was happening in the first place. It's not your fault. You made your judgment calls on the situation, if you should hook up with them or talk to them, based on the information that you had available to you at the time. And them being in a relationship uh, was not a part of the criteria that you were judging it upon. It's not your fault. And I'm sorry that you had to be involved in that because I know how painful it is. And I'm sorry that someone just, you know, didn't treat you the way that you should have been treated. And if you are the person who got cheated on... I'm not, you know, this is where it starts to get complicated, right? Because some people go through their experiences finding out that they've been cheated on and they stay with that person. Now, I'm not going to tell you what to do or how to live your life and I'm not going to pass judgment on you for the things that you choose to do and that you think are going to be the best for you in your life. But if I was your best friend, if you were somebody that I love and care about deeply and you care about my feedback on any level... I would say to you um, to dump their ass, to leave them, because you deserve so much more than that. You deserve the whole fucking fairy tale. You deserve somebody that is going to give you the greatest story to tell your grandkids, to tell your nieces and nephews, to tell friends. You deserve someone who's gonna give you the whole fucking fairy tale. And at this point, that story, that fairy tale has been ruined. And you don't deserve to have to make excuses to justify their behavior and repair the image of them inside your head. Like you don't, you don't deserve to be doing that, to be doing the internal work of having to repair the way you see them and love them and trust them the way you once did because of something that they did to you. I feel like the thing that you hear people say the most when they get cheated on and they're working through it, it's like, oh, relationships are hard work and we're going to get through this together. We're going to work. Relationships are hard work, but relationships should not be like painful to the point where like you're deeply mentally fucked up because of them, you know? It's just like my thoughts. <laughs> I would just like rather be single than be with someone like that. I would rather be single than be put through something like that. And like, I'm just, please, please. If, if your significant others cheated on you, just fucking dump them because they'll do it again. And even if they don't do it again, they, they ruined their shot with you. You are the grand prize, baby. After this episode, I want you to sit back, do some journaling, think to yourself a little bit and think about what love looks like for you. If you're in a relationship right now is this what love is? Do they treat you the way that your 12-year-old self dreamt of your future partner treating you like? Think about what love looks like to you and if this person and this relationship is even scratching the fucking surface of that picture. Because you deserve that. All of it. Not parts of it. And don't let anyone tell you it's unrealistic because it's not. You can find someone that checks every single one of your boxes, okay? And if they don't, then you are single and you enjoy being single and you preserve your fucking peace, okay? And get out. Go live your life for you. 
fuck. So anyways, that's the episode. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you so much. Sincerely feel for you if you're going through something like this and hope to God that I never go through it again. Because literally if someone even looks at me the wrong way from here on out, I am just, I'm getting my tubes tied. (laughs) I'm over it. I'm done. So anyways, love you guys so much. Thank you guys for listening. If you are an audio listener, we do have a video version of the podcast available on YouTube. If you want to watch me talk, follow me on Instagram at Maddie Drosbeck. Um, I love you guys so much and I will see you next week to talk about some shit that's a lot sadder than what I talked about this week. So um, get ready for it. I love you guys so much. I will see you guys next week. Peace out.